Howdy vine trippers. I wanted to take just a moment to talk to you about the Texas Wine Lover website and their phone app for both uh, iPhones as well as Google devices. You can actually download this app, put it on your phone, or just go to the website if you're not an app person. And uh, if you ever want to go visit some of these great locations that we've been talking about in the podcast, this will give you a great information about the place before you go. And you'll be able to find other wineries in the area. So if you want to make a day of it, go see several other places as well. You can search by region. You can sort the listings, find ones that are kid-friendly, family-friendly, even ones that host RVs, all kinds of different sortable listings you can find there in that app and on the website. You can find other things as well in the area like restaurants, accommodations, maybe events that are going on at the different wineries. So it's your one-stop resource that goes hand-in-hand with this podcast. Uh, to be able to find those great places to go visit. So check out the Texas Wine Lover website. It's txwinelover.com or go to their app. You can find it on the Google Play Store or the Apple Store as well. Enjoy your trips among the vines and use that app. Texas Under Vine, an exploratory podcast to scout out the best that Texas wine country has to offer. I'm your wine guide, Scott, and I'm here to lead you on an auditory expedition to the vineyards and wineries across the great Lone Star State. Each episode will cover a different vineyard, winery, or wine-related business operating in Texas. You'll hear interviews, descriptions, and details about each location that will excite you to visit and experience them for yourself. Ready to plan a wine tour? Use these episodes to choose the most interesting spots for you and your friends to check out. Most of all, enjoy hearing about the rapidly growing wine industry in the state and what makes our wines and wineries the best. Howdy, fellow vine tripper. Welcome to episode 10 for Texas Under Vine. Today, I'm headed out towards the Fredericksburg area again in the Hill Country, this time to visit Longhorn Cellars. So the location of Longhorn Cellars was previously a ranch. It was bought by Mike and Deanna Dickey, and when they bought it and decided to make a winery here and an estate vineyard, they brought some of their pet longhorns and some of their other animals to the location, giving it the name of Longhorn Cellars. It's really cool because those animals make for great photo opportunities. You can actually go out and see them there on the property, go up and see them up close through the fence and take pictures. So it's a great attraction for the kids, for other people to um, see those animals up close. And they are actually Mike and Deanna's pets. They do make exclusively 100% Texas wines. The majority of their grapes are going to come either from one of two places, either their estate, and you can actually see the, the vines there at the property when you're at the tasting room, or they also own a vineyard up in Punatok called Verizon Hills Vineyard. And they get, again, most of their grapes, I think around 80% or so, uh, from either their estate or from Verizon Hills. So it gives them a lot of control, not only over the wines they produce, but the varieties they plant and, and how they distribute that. 
They are about to open a new large production facility on their property. It was actually in the beginning stages of construction whenever I went to visit and I could kind of see how they were plotting it out and getting getting ready to, I think, work on the foundation for that. She'll talk a little bit more in the interview. You'll hear a little bit more about the, the future plans for the winery, but, but they are about to expand. They're very pet friendly, lots of regular customers for things like live music. They do a lot of Western themed events. Uh, I think Deanna mentioned they do some Yellowstone watch parties there for the, the popular TV show there. There were a lot of pets around, people walking their dogs on leashes, very, very well behaved. Also, their wine club is unique in that it actually allows you to choose whatever wines you wish to receive at, at any level that you subscribe to. So it doesn't matter if you're a three bottle all the way up to even a 12 bottle subscriber, you can actually customize your shipments to just include your favorite. And that's pretty unique for a lot of the different wine clubs that are out there. They do have hopes to open up a restaurant on site, hopefully within the next year as well, as part of that new construction with serving a lot of beef focused dishes, giving keeping with their Longhorn Cellars Western type of theme. They really want to highlight beef type dishes in that restaurant. I did get a chance when I went to visit to sit down and talk with Deanna Dickey. She's one of the owners there of Longhorn Cellars. I wanted to see what she had to say about this location. Both she and Mike actually come from the healthcare profession. Um, And so it's interesting to see their plans and their vision for Longhorn Cellars. So instead of me blabbering on a little bit about it, why don't we hear directly from Deanna about the location and about some of the things they offer there? So I'm here with uh, Deanna Dickey from Longhorn Cellars. So tell me a little bit about yourself. What got you into the wine industry? So got into the wine industry when my husband and I decided to take a trip to Napa. And my husband is a physician, so he's uh, got a huge background in biology, chemistry. I was a nurse by trade, Um, really wasn't a wine drinker, neither was he. But we actually got educated there and, of course, uh, fell in love with the vineyards that were out there. Um, Just gorgeous. And my husband, being a Texan um, at heart and and soul, really, he wanted to plant a vineyard or do some sort of farming as a Texas guy. So um, he came back and he bought some land and started planting grapes. Um, quickly realized that that's kind of a, a an expensive hobby. So he ended up going and um, taking some classes at Texas Tech. Got his um, certification in viticulture and enology as well, um, and then planted his vineyard and um, quickly uh, decided that he wanted to learn to make wine, so started making wine, and then we ended up here. The rest is history. Well, tell me a little bit about that location's history. So how'd you get it started in, in this particular location, and, and what's the story behind that? So originally, we started making our wine with uh, Bob Young at Bending Branch Winery, um, he had taken our grapes that we had planted originally and uh, was helping my husband make the wine at his facility. Um, and then we were looking for a place to actually build a winery, build a tasting room. And this place uh, here, here in Fredericksburg, came on the market. Um, it used to be Rancho Ponte. It was another winery at the time, but it actually gave us a production facility and a tasting room to actually house our wine, which is... Um, of course, the Longhorn Cellars brand. Um, the building actually is a barn. Um, the facilities are kind of country looking. So it kind of fit the brand and it ended up being a perfect spot for us. 
So is there a story behind the name of the location? Uh, no, just that we had longhorns, um, longhorn cattle as uh, pets. And so we loved them. And we just thought that's so Texas. And we're growing Texas grapes. We're going to make Texas wine. So that's how it just, the name just kind of evolved from there. And I love that you can actually go out here and actually see the longhorns and and uh, be a part of that as yes. part of the experience. Yes, we have two uh, full-grown longhorns that are eight years old. We have two miniature longhorns. We have um, two miniature horses, a Shetland pony, and a um, a gilding, as well as one donkey. I was over there a moment ago uh, to take a picture, and there was a whole group over there, and they asked if I could take their picture with the longhorns in the background and everything. So Yes, it's a great photo op. All right. So uh, where do you source your grapes? So about 80% of our grapes are estate grown. Um, we have um, an estate vineyard here in Fredericksburg, and we also have one in Pontotoc um, called Berezin Hills Vineyard. And um, so I'd say about 80% of our grapes come from those two vineyards. And then we also source some grapes that are um, not, not necessarily uh, easily grown here in central Texas from the High Plains. So 100% Texas. Okay. So do you process all of your grapes and wines here on site on this location? Yes, we do. We currently do. Um, we produce them here. Um, we are actually getting ready to expand our production facility to a 13,500 square feet facility back here uh, on the property. Um, so it'll give us some room to grow um, as well as uh, also continue to um, get uh, custom crush clients. So we have a few right now that we currently make wine for. So um, what are your favorite wines that you make? Oh, by far, Nero d'Avila is my favorite. Um, a Sicilian grape, a Sicilian variety. There's not, um, but I believe one other winery here in Texas that makes a Nero d'Avila 100%. Um, and so that is by far my favorite. We do really do a good job with all of our red wines. Um, white wine in particular uh, Viognier is our, our favorite here. Um, I actually love Viognier. Of course, I'm a red wine drinker for the most part. And so Viognier is my best go-to white. So what are the most popular wines with customers? Um, I would say right now our most popular wine with customers is our Alicante Boucher, which is a single varietal. Um, our Viognier is always a, a, a big seller here, as well as our dry orange muscat. We're mostly known for making our dry wines, so we don't make very many sweet ones, but we do have a few on the menu. What other events or attractions, amenities, things that you offer to uh, draw customers? Well, some of the amenities that we have here are that we are dog-friendly. Um, people are here all the time um, with, their, with their pets, um, getting to know everybody uh, and know, know, who knows, know the dogs that come in to see us. Um, we also um, have live music um, quite a bit on Saturdays, especially in the afternoons. We either have them out on the patio or inside the tasting room. Um, we do uh, usually host a grape stomp in September, October. Um, due to the the freeze the last year um, and the drought this year, crops were much smaller. So we actually canceled because we couldn't see wasting good wine grapes on, on grape stomps. So... Uh, but we do have uh, occasional um, Yellowstone parties, um, things like that. Very Western-themed, Western-oriented. Um, most of our wine club pickup parties uh, are always um, Western-themed, and we always usually do a barbecue of some kind. 
Well, and in talking to you just a moment ago, I hear that you're also bird friendly. We are bird friendly. We are cat friendly. Uh, We've had some uh, customers come in with a bird um, in a cage and he talked and actually communicated very well with a lot of people in the in the winery. Um, So it was really fun and interesting. Uh, We don't discriminate at all. Uh, uh, Any kind of pet is welcome. Do you offer a wine club? If so, what are the benefits? We sure do. We have, um, we actually have a two bottle, four bottle, six bottle, and 12 bottle wine club. The major benefit of our wine club is that you get to choose the wines that you want at no matter what level you're at. Of course, there's um, a tiered discount uh, based on the number of bottles that you purchase, and it's four times a year. Um, And I think the thing that mostly people really enjoy is the fact that they get to choose their wines at any level. So if a listener decided to come in and they wanted to do a tasting, what can they expect? So what are the wines that are you offer, fees? Do they need reservations? Things like that. Sure. So um, six or more people, we do require reservations on Saturdays only. During the week, you can come in anytime. Um, Saturdays, we have a set tasting menu of six wines. It's usually a variety of whites, rosés, and reds. But we also have... Um, during the week, uh, we're open seven days a week. So Sunday through Friday, you can pick any six wines from our extensive menu of about 14 to 15 wines. Um, you get your tasting uh, so that it's what you want to try instead of just what we've chosen on a Saturday. Um, if you do purchase two bottles, then you get a free uh, complimentary tasting for every two bottle purchase. Excellent. And then what are your operating hours? So we are open uh, Monday through Thursday from noon until 4.30. On Friday, we open at 11, and we stay open until 5.30. On Saturday, we are um, open from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., and on Sunday, we are open from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. And then we talked about pets a little bit. Uh, what about family-friendly? What about people have kids? Can they come? Absolutely. We actually have some outdoor games for kids. Um, they, of course, always love to go check out the animals. Uh, but we do have, like, Connect Four and um, Cornhole. Um, but kids are always welcome. Well, and if people bring kids, do you have anything besides wine for the kids? Or do they, people need to bring their own stuff for the kids? Or So we actually have, uh, we do sell some sodas. We have water, of course. Um, we do have snacks for, for kids. Uh, we have a very limited menu um, right now, but we are going to be opening a restaurant um, probably within the next eight to nine months. Um, but until then, right now, we just have like cheese and crackers and snacks um, for, for everyone to enjoy while they're here. You can also bring in your own picnic lunch if you'd like. We don't, we don't mind that at all. That is one other thing that I could say is that we... Uh, we are the local cheers bar. Um, all of everybody that I see here right now are all locals. Yeah. And they usually come here maybe three to four times a week and gather, you know, close to closing time and decide where they're all going to go for dinner and stuff like that. But everybody kind of knows everybody around here. Back to real quickly from some of the things we're talking about. Um, maximum group sizes. Do you have any groups, maximum group sizes with a RV rolls up into the parking lot or tour bus or things like that. How do you deal with that? Um, so most of the, t- like I said, uh, reservations for six or more, especially on Saturdays. Um, if you're on a tour group, we usually don't take any more than 20 people at a time during the week. Um, we can take 20 people on Saturdays, but it has to be uh, made in advance and any reservation made in advance. 
Um, we are harvest hosts, so we do get lots of RVers in here. Um, so you can park your RV and come in and have a tasting or have a glass of wine and enjoy the, the scenery and enjoy the, the camaraderie we have here. Is there a busy, slow season? What's the best time to visit? Uh, best time to visit is actually in the summertime, although it is hot. But we do have shaded areas. We have fans outside. We have air conditioning inside. Plenty of seating. Um, but the the best time to visit is in the summertime. It's not as crowded. You get a lot more one-on-one time with your server. Um, the January is also a great time to visit. Um, that seems to be when everybody um, is kind of chilling out after the holidays. Um, so it's a great time to visit if you want some one-on-one time. How could people experience your wines if they can't necessarily come here? Do you do any kind of distribution or places where they could experience it without being here before they come? There are a few places in town here in Fredericksburg that carry our wine. Um, uh, Hitch and Post Steakhouse is one of them, as well as the Cabernet Grill. Um, We also have our wines at a few Austin stores, um, Specs, uh, around town. Pretty much all the way from New Braunfels to Temple. Uh, if there's a spec store on I-35, our wines are there. Um, and um, Mason, we have our wines at uh, Murphy Creek Cellars. So you talked a little bit about future growth. Um, I know you talked about your breaking ground out here for your future production facility, restaurant. What, what, are, you, what are your thoughts on all that? Do you have other plans? So... Basically, I mean, the the production facility is really needed. Right now, we do a lot of um, storing of our barrels off-site um, because we just don't have the room for it. So uh, we're re- really looking to bringing everything back on-site. Um, we'd like to do tours with that. Um, of course, uh, we're also going to uh, be doing a lot of limited library tastings as well um, in a special area in the in the facility. The barrel room is going to double as a um, um, an event um, area as well, and mostly for our wine club members to rent if they'd like or to bring in parties. Um, and then, of course, the restaurant. We're just looking forward to having you know some some real beef oriented um, uh, meals here, and you know centered around cattle and centered around prime rib is really what we're going to be focusing on. So I think um, at least a lot of the locals here really think that that's going to be a a nice draw um, for us as a winery as well as a restaurant. So I'm really excited about that. And then like a menu directly paired to the different wines that you're offering. Absolutely, absolutely. So what, in your opinion, is the number one thing that Longhorn Cellars offers that um, would really want to entice somebody to come visit? I really think that there's a couple of things. Number one... um, we have a camaraderie here with a lot of our locals. Um, if you want to really know Fredericksburg and get to know the people of Fredericksburg and get to know what we're all about here, uh, coming here is a great place to come. Um, you'll get to meet a lot of people um, that come here quite often, and um, it's like a second family for them. Um, and really and truthfully, the other thing I think that sets us apart is that um, for a small winery and um Really and truly, um, you know, we're not we're not super big. Um, it's just you get a lot of um, individualized attention. We get to know our wine club members here by name. Everybody knows everybody, um, and I, I use that 
you know, we're kind of like the local cheers because everybody knows everybody's name here. Um, but it's actually the truth. And um, if you really want to get a friendly, warm environment, this is the place to come. If you want to learn a little about wine and some special wine varietals, this is a really great place to come. Um, there's not many places that do uh, single varietals of wines or wine um, or grape grapes that uh, are used for blending. But here we do. Uh, so that you can actually taste what the uh, the grape is and what it brings to other wines. Um, so I find that really interesting, and people really enjoy that. They get to learn a lot about uh, different grape varietals. We do about, oh, 20, 25 different grape varietals here. Um, so you get to learn a lot about wine and wine. Um, and, of course, become our friend. We love that. That's that's what I think sets us apart. We're just really the neighborhood-friendly winery. So I actually had to pause the interview several times during my visit with Deanna as she was definitely connected with all the people there who were there to sample their wine and enjoy the, the time they had spent there. Uh, it was great to see the camaraderie that she had and, and she had developed with so many of their regulars and the wine club members that were there. She's a vital and integral part of the whole scene, moving from customer to customer, making sure they had the best possible experience while they were there. It was also fun to sit and experience their wines in that tasting room. I, I know Deanna mentioned they wanted that kind of cheers vibe. They get that real uh, close feeling with all the locals that they have there. and You could sense that in the air. I was especially fond of their Merlot. And I bought one of those for my library bottle for this episode. If you're headed out to the Texas winery around Fredericksburg, you must take the time to stop in, enjoy their great wines, the location, and that great Western camaraderie they have there at Longhorn Cellars. So check out their website. It's www.longhorncellars.com. They have a lot of info about visiting there, like the cost of tastings, info on if you bring children, pets, what you need to know about all of that, uh, anything for coming on a visit. You're going to find a lot of that information there. Uh, they have lots of pictures of the location, information as well on that Verizon Hills Vineyard in Pontotoc. And when you go to see them, make sure you tell them you heard about them on this podcast, Texas Under Vine. Well, it's been a wild ride with these Longhorn Steers. But it is time to saddle up and venture forth to some other fine wine destinations. I'm looking forward to sharing more about some other locations as well coming up soon. If you're enjoying this show, would you take a moment to leave me a rating or a review of the show wherever you get the podcast? It really helps me find other listeners. And I know that there are lots of people in this state and beyond even who would love to know about our exciting wine destinations we have in Texas. On that same note, Make sure and tell your friends about the show so they can find the great places to check out for themselves. Well, subscribe to the podcast and follow my socials if you want to be notified anytime the next episode is posted. Until next time, happy trails and bottoms up, y'all. Thanks for listening to Texas Under Vine. We strive to provide you with the best information about wine businesses all over Texas, be sure to check out our website at texasundervine.com and follow us on our socials at Texas Undervine to stay up on all the upcoming episodes. Please email us with any suggestions or feedback. Also, contact us if you're interested in donating, sponsoring, or advertising on the podcast just to help us cover our expenses and bring even more great info to you in future episodes. Above all, travel safely 
and most especially, drink responsibly. Vine Trippers, have I got a deal for you. So if you haven't checked out the Texas Wine Club yet, you have to go check it out. So you can get wine clubs at all of these different great wineries that I've talked about in the episodes. But if you can't get a chance to get to those places uh, and you want to sample some of those various wines, this is the perfect fit for this podcast. So I've partnered with Texas Wine Club. If you go to their website, they scour the whole state. They choose great wines from all over the Texas wineries. And they put them together into packs that they ship out every quarter. You could pick out a, a package of three, six, or nine bottles. And every quarter, you can get a taste of different wineries throughout Texas without having to travel to them. So if you've wanted to taste some of the great wine I've talked about on this podcast, here's your chance without having to travel. So what you're going to want to do is go to www txwine.com and pick your package that you want to try. And when you put in my code, Texas under vine, that's all one word, T-E-X-A-S-U-N-D-E-R-V-I-N-E, as your coupon code, you'll get $20 off your purchase. So head on over there. You can also find the link in the show notes here for this podcast and go check out Texas Wine. They're a perfect fit with this podcast. So go drink some great wine.